hey, it's a brand new year. So looking back over all the things that happened in 2021, and what's important in 2022, for those of us that are growing e-commerce businesses, I made a list of three strategies that I think are absolutely crucial for everyone who is growing a business. So I'm going to share them with you. I'll walk you through on the inside. Let's just do it. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores, where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast-track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. So hey there, welcome back. Before we dive into these three strategies that I think are going to be hugely important to you in 2022, I have a little challenge for you. And I'm going to tell you why the backstory. So the reason I'm asking you to just kind of focus on this for a minute and challenge yourself is because you might know or you might not know that once a month I work with private clients on strategy calls and they usually book the call because they have something they want to achieve. And the beauty of these calls beyond me getting to know some of these people and really seeing how many amazing people are doing such clever things is that I get to see behind the scenes of a lot of businesses. I get to see their Google Analytics, their email campaigns, their ad campaigns, what they're doing on social media, and really get a feel for what's working now in e-commerce. But here's the thing. The one thing I notice for almost everyone I speak to is that they are doing too many things. They have too many projects on the go, too many things that they're working on, too many things that are on their mind or they have to delegate. And they're not prioritizing those things. All of those things have somehow risen to top priority status in their business. And what happens, of course, along the way is some of those things don't, you know, they they drop off. And instead of making a conscious decision that you're not going to do that anymore, it's just because of overwhelm and you feel a little bit like you're failing again. And what I want to share with you and why I want to challenge you to this is what I've seen and certainly in in my business, but also in some very successful businesses, is that there is huge value in doing fewer things and going deep on the things that you do. And so what I want to challenge you uh, to do this year, to start the year this way, is to decide what it is you're going to do. Think about the outcome you want at the end of the year and pick one or two or three things that are closely aligned with that outcome and just do that. So decide what you're going to do and then decide to be incredibly consistent. So even if your world is blowing up, these are the three things that we're going to do or two things, whatever it is. Those, you know, those actions that are going to lead us to the goal that we want, the outcome. And I want you to not only be incredibly consistent, but I want you to promise yourself that you're going to do it for a lot longer than you think you should. Like, it might seem like you're not getting results, but I want you to promise yourself to just stay the course, put your head down and keep doing it. Because what I've noticed is it takes a lot longer than you think it should for it to return results. And so I I think that really you probably have to do something for at least six months to a year to get a real understanding of whether it's going to work for your business. 
Now, the last thing, and this is almost the most important thing, is that you have to, with these tasks that you've chosen to focus on, you have to slap a measuring stick on them. You have to find a way to track and measure your results. And the reason you have to do that is because if you don't, it's almost guaranteed going to feel like you're not making progress. It might be, you know, a month in, you're like, oh, this isn't working. I need to go find something else. And the next thing you know, you're popping up in one of my Facebook groups saying, I want to start an affiliate program. Which app should I use? <laughs> and, I, and I'm kind of joking, but not really. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, if you only put your energy into one or two things for longer and found a way to measure it, you would be able to see your baby steps see what you could do that would actually give you better results and you wouldn't be off looking for the next thing. And so I want to encourage you to challenge yourself. Once again, decide what you're going to do. What are your deal breakers this year? Your big rocks. Be incredibly consistent with those. Set yourself up so that you know you're going to make those things happen every week, no matter what else is going on in your business. And I want you to commit to doing it longer than you think you should understanding that it takes time. And I want you to put a measuring stick on it. I want you to track and measure your progress every week so that you can see what's happening. You know, a really good example of this is I think about our uh, member, Jen Fox, who is an artist. And when she first uh, started, when I she first came to my attention, she uh, I remember talking to her about her goal and and she wanted to do eight hundred dollars that month and I was like yeah I want you to too <laughs> and, and and she she actually got really consistent with email and one day she popped up in in our reliable revenue group and she said my email is finally working and I'm you know her goal changed in a year from you know, $800 to several thousand dollars a month. And, and she will tell you, she's been very open about it, that it took about six months of emailing her list consistently before she could say, look, every time I send an email, I get sales. But if she had stopped at the three month mark and said, oh, that doesn't work, you know, she would still be flopping around trying to figure out what works. And so I want you to remember that story and promise yourself that you will probably need to do this longer than you think. So just commit to that. So before I dive in, I wanted to challenge you to do that because I think that that piece is as important as these three strategies are. So now I'm going to jump right in. And so when I think about the top strategy for 2022, you're not going to be surprised, I don't think. I think the number one thing you have to think about and wake up every morning thinking about is lead generation. And the reason why is overwhelmingly, when I look at all these successful stores, I guarantee you that lead generation is responsible for at bare minimum 20% of their sales. And I have seen up to 56% of sales come through a Klaviyo account from email marketing or SMS marketing. And I think that this traffic, if you can get people on your list, you're halfway there. This is the high converting traffic that is the absolute best quality traffic that you'll be able to send to your website. And it's actually really cost effective to send it to your site. 
And so beyond just having a pop-up on your site, I want you to commit to running some events that are expressly for lead generation. It could be launch events. It could be a you know limited edition gift with purchase. It could be a giveaway. But I want you to make sure that you weave that into your marketing. Set yourself a lead goal every month, and I want you to focus on reaching that goal. Now, just to show you the value of that, in our in our reliable revenue, I'm just changing tabs on my computer as we speak. But I wanted to find a way when we created the reliable revenue training to demonstrate to our members what a lead is worth to them and why it's important to focus on this. And so we have this nifty little calculator and it's it's not exact, but it gives you a really good snapshot of why leads are so important in your business. And I'm looking at this on my screen now. One of the examples I have is I had three different pop-ups for, for as long as I've had SockDoggo. Three different pop-ups on my site that people would see when they landed and they would opt in or not. So I had $5 to spend was a pop-up. I had a monthly giveaway. So every month we give away a pair of socks and I had save 15% today. And when I put these lists into my little spreadsheet calculator, it actually tells me the conversion rate of those lists. So everyone who came from $5 to spend, ultimately, this is the rate they can convert it at. So there were 1400 people and there were 216 orders. And here's the rate they converted at. And so I want to share with you my data from those three entry points. It's actually the same entry point, three offers. And so, so what's really interesting is spend $5, you know, $5 to spend actually converted at 15.33% over time. So over the time I've had Sock Doggo, 15% of everybody who signed up for that offer actually made a purchase. And when I look at the value, the sales from that list, the more than $10,000, the value per contact on that list is $7.52. The other offer I had was the monthly giveaway. And so that converts at a completely, and I only had that for a little while, but that converts at a completely different rate, but it's still really good. My monthly giveaway offer, even though I only ran it for a little more than a month, that offer converted at 9.2% over time. Those contacts, they spent a lot less. They're only worth $4.53 to me. And then my third one, my most successful offer is save 15% today. And that list has converted at almost 20%, 19.5% over time. And the average person, the average person is worth $9.55. So when you think <laughs> that... And I, we got to be honest here, Sockdago, still not at the 50K. Getting close, but we're still not there. And so I still have this data about these people who are on the list and how much of value that is. So when I'm running around thinking, okay, what can I do next that's going to level up my business and is going to serve me well for the long time? Hands down, it's lead generation. So really, you want to create some events for for lead generation, you want to make your website a lead generating tool. We're going to have a podcast episode about that soon uh, uh, on the steps you can take to do that. But the other thing that's super important that I want you to onboard is that 
you need to use your list. You can't just collect people and not email them. And there's always a fear about emailing too often. But I want you to understand that if you don't email those people, you've wasted your time and money because recency is really important. If somebody signs up for your list and then they don't hear from you for two months, they've pretty much forgotten who you are. And so it's not that warm a contact. It's more of a cold contact. So I want you to also commit when you're thinking about lead generation to using those contacts and making sure that you contact them every week. So that's number one. So the second crucial strategy you will have heard me speak about before, but this year, I think in 2022, with all the changes and the cost of traffic and rising costs of shipping and just a little bit more pressure on us uh, e-commerce store owners, the second thing I think that is such an opportunity for us is collaboration. Collaboration. Talked about it before. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to do, but it's worth the time. And I'm not talking about finding a couple of influencers, sending them some free product and having them give a shout out to your audience. I'm talking about collaboration in a more strategic way, where you would find another business owner who has a list and their audience would be very similar to yours. So they're not necessarily a competitor or in the same industry, but they they have a similar audience. It could be another e-commerce store owner, but it could also be a blogger who has an email list, or it could even be a service provider that has an email list. But what you want to do is look to collaborate with people who serve the same people as you do, same kinds of people. And the reason why I believe this is so important is just the cost of us reaching people, the cost of us generating leads, And most of us who are independent business owners, small business owners, we have most of us spent a lot of time and a significant amount of our marketing budget building leads. And when we share them with each other, great things can happen. It doesn't mean that they're not going to buy from you. It actually just serves your audience well. If you share something with them that is something that they are highly likely to be interested in, that actually serves your audience really well. And so I want you to think about the win. I mean, I've got some great case studies that we'll be sharing later on in the year where there's huge wins, huge amounts of leads generated by both businesses, huge amounts of sales by both businesses. And and I want to share with you how that happens. But what I would say is beyond that, the benefit of collaboration is so great for you in in a more of a community way and a high level way. You know, often we don't email our audiences enough because the number one thing I hear is, well, I just don't know what to say. And I cannot send one more email that says, buy my stuff. So how wonderful would it be to be able to introduce a fellow business owner whose product you love, who you know and respect, and send that to your audience and maybe send them a discount code or maybe not send them a discount code. Just send them over to that person's site. How amazing would that be? You know, that kind of content creates connection with your audience. It shows them what's important to you. So it actually kind of makes them sticky. It sets you completely apart because, you know, Bed Bath & Beyond is not going to ever do that. This is something that makes you human. It makes your business human. It makes you interesting to your audience makes them want to read it. And I feel like it uh, 
creates a community. Like it makes them feel like, oh, they know her, that so-and-so from that business. It makes them feel like they know the people behind the brands. But more importantly, it will lead to sales over time. I believe it converts very, very well, often in the moment, but I think it converts very, very well over time. And again, it's not expensive. In fact, it's almost free. It's a investment of time. And so what I want to share with you is that for me, when I think about what kind of training that we will bring to our members this year and what we'll feature here on the podcast, this is a huge focus for, for me and my business because we're all sitting on these lists. They've cost us a lot of money. They have a lot of value and we need to be able to share them with each other so that we can all lift our businesses up. So for me in 2022, there's two things on my mind. One is how do I facilitate this? within um, my circle of influence? How do I connect people with each other and share so that they can share their audiences and know each other and find each other? And then the second thing is, how do we create training that is super easy for them to follow so that there's not a lot of, you know, spinning in circles, figuring out how they can do this? How do we make it dead easy for the people, our members to collaborate with each other and both know what their role is in that and both win. And so for me, as uh, someone who is, you know, really wants you to grow your business, but understands that you you can't buy your way to success, this is going to be a huge focus for me in 2022. So that's number two. So the third thing that I think is we cannot ignore in 2022, you've heard me speak about it before, and it is building warm audiences and increasing our visibility. So number one, I want to tell you that the reason I feel that this is so important is that we can't afford to build our businesses by going out and looking for cold audiences and asking them to come and and buy our product. You know, for most businesses, those kinds of ads on social media and even on Google are expensive. And in fact, the, the revenue from the sale is very often less than, than the cost of getting that customer. And so it's not usually a good return on investment for most people, but it's also not something that's reliable. Can't predict that. And so I feel very strongly that in 2022, we have to use at least half of our ad budget building big, huge, warm audiences. And warm audiences are people who've engaged with you on social media. They're people who have clicked through to your site. They're people on your email list. They're people who have watched videos. And there's, I believe there's huge value in, in spending money, collecting those people, letting them get to know you before you really ask them for much of anything. And that the size of those audiences has become really, really critical because of the competition for ads. But also because we, we need to build these big audiences that Facebook and Instagram can actually retarget. And so we want to build audiences of people who've taken actions on Facebook, who have engaged with your post, who have uh, watched your video, who might have commented on something. And I think that segment is going to be a large part of your warm audience much larger than the audience you can build of people who have hit your site or people who are on your email list. And I think we need to focus on that and 
be in growth mode there that, you know, single mindedly, I want to build a bigger audience of people that I know are warm, who, who have some recall of who I am and that who are much more likely to respond when I make an ask of them, whether it's to go visit my site or join my email list. And so I would challenge you to make 2022 your year of building your audience, something that's very easily tracked. And what I would say is I think that you probably need to systemize what you do. You have to say, this is what I'm doing. These are the actions I'm taking. This is what I'm spending. I'm going to track and measure this. And I'm going to focus on this every week. I need this pool of audience to be big. Like maybe it's, maybe I start out and it's 10,000 people and I want it to be 150,000. But I think that that is going to set you up for long-term success. Just always having this warm, relatively recent, kind of this running in the background collection of people that you actually will be able to retarget. You don't have to worry so much about the pixel. And so I think that that is something that that audience building, however you do it, is something that can't be ignored, that, you know, ignore it at your own peril. So that's what I've got. Those are the three big rocks, I think, the three strategies that are going to have the most impact on people's businesses this year. And so I want to wrap it up by just sharing with you that uh, even though sometimes we're very worried about money and uh, you know, all the minutiae of our businesses. Money's not minutiae, but we're worried about the minutiae of our businesses and money. But what I want to share with you is that I believe that your time is probably your most valuable asset. It's probably the thing that is, you know, you can't, you can't scale your time. You can't grow the amount of time you have. And so I'm going to really encourage you. I've seen it so many times to create a few habits rather than be running around doing a bunch of different things. And, and measure them so that you can see that you are having an impact. And so value your time. Think about what you can stop doing. Think about what you want to do to get the result that you're looking for. And then set yourself up to measure it. Value it enough to go deep and be incredibly consistent. So that's all I've got today. I want to thank you for, for listening. You know, thank the podcast has been, it was hard for me to start the podcast, talked about it for a long time before I did it. And, uh, and I'm so glad I did. I get so much nice feedback from you. So I want to thank you for spending your time with me. If you, if you're getting value, I would love it if you would leave a review on Apple. And uh, I hope you have an amazing year. I'm looking forward to all the good things to come. We'll see you soon. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results and because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices, because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help 
to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.